In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to overcome analysis paralysis in your life and in your relationship. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to episode 182 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is your co-host Rafi and Sarah. And today we are going to be talking about how to overcome analysis paralysis. And I think this is really important because we 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 work with couples that have a hard time making decisions. Mm-hmm. Making big decisions for their relationships, small decisions, and they kind of get in their head and they start ta- they start talking themselves out of doing good things for the relationship. We've seen it time and time again any time we we talk to couples. So we want to help you really overcome this big pitfall because God is calling us to do things, right? And sometimes we have to make those decisions. We got to make a move. Yeah, we got to make a move, right? We got to discern his will and take an active role of discernment rather than a passive mm. and waiting. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk, we want to talk about our story because we've had many of these moments. Yes, we did. We did have many of these moments. I know for us, when I had to take that big step to leave the military, that was an interesting moment. Do you remember that day? Um, Yeah, it was late at night (laughs) when you brought it to my attention. And when you said it, I was like, yeah that sounds good (laughs) like i had no initial objection objections (laughs) and it was just very peaceful that initial feeling when you told me hey i don't think i'm gonna continue being in the military i was just like okay yeah and that's good because i mean you didn't have the pressure on (laughs) of actually doing the type of work so (laughs) So it makes sense that it's a lot easier for you. But for me, what was going on in my mind, initially I felt that sense of peace mm-hmm. doing this, but then the days after, there's a lot of fear afterwards. Yeah. Like, how does this work? Like, w- how are we going to provide for our family? And like, what about our benefits? Yeah, I remember us just having more conversations after that initial one just kind of going back and forth as new things popped up we're like okay what about this and what about this and then we also had family giving their two cents as well that might have made us second guess our decision um so it was it was a trying time but we got through it yeah and again it was it was a lot of these questions that we're asking each other like asking ourselves and it, was, it felt like information overload. We were getting a lot of inputs from other people and just kind of getting, like we wanted to get counsel. We wanted to make sure we were making a prudent decision, but then it was also stopping us from making a decision. Mm-hmm. 
until we finally got to this point where like we relied on this mantra that we always say in our marriage now is like, Hey, God will provide. Like I know leaving this military and leaving the stable job is kind of scary, but if we truly trust in the Lord, he will provide. And yeah, we were thinking about like this idea of building journey to marriage. Like what if we did this for a living? Like what if we help couples like this would be a really cool idea the problem is we weren't making anything like we were like this was not making a living for our family this was not providing for our family it was an idea at the at the time when i was leaving the military so we were going to leave the military leave our stable job to do something that was not even producing much fruit mm-hmm. especially financially as a, as parents we had to pro- we had to provide for our family so that was a big concern mm, and then just you as a man as a husband to be providing for the family yeah but guess what we did we we made that decision we left right we left the stable job best thing ever <laughs> yeah and it's been amazing since then. Like we wouldn't be able to do the things that we're doing right now. You wouldn't be listening to us on this podcast right now if we didn't make that decision. If we didn't make multiple decisions. Yeah. That you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, there are so many opportunities that God was opening up to us that we could have said no to. But we just kept saying yes we were surrendering to god and allowing him to lead us because after we decided to leave the military then we realized that god will provide and this is how we should be making decisions we should instead of letting it paralyze us we should be making decisions and deciding from a place of faith and not fear. So that's one of the questions we ask ourselves when we feel stuck, when we're trying to figure out what to do, where to go, what direction. We ask ourselves, are we making a decision out of fear or are we trusting in God? Ooh, and it, it often like smacks us in the head. And gets us back in the right path and direction. Like, man, these anxious thoughts, these fears, this is not of the Lord. Like, that's the, that's of the evil one. And really discerning those spirits. And just, again, putting our faith in God. And I'm glad that we did. Like, we had to make those hard decisions. Even though we couldn't really see how our future would look like. Building journey to marriage. Getting out of the military. having a Being a new family. But we took that step in faith because we felt like that's where God was calling us. We we see that he was opening up some doors and opportunities and we took it. And you might be thinking about this, like, how do you decide to, to make decisions from a place of faith versus a place of fear? Mm. So you first, you got to identify the things that you're saying, right? You've got to identify the things that you're saying and really start to judge like as what we're saying is what we're thinking about is this from a place of fear or a place of faith Mm -hmm. and not only is it judging but you're challenging your own thoughts yeah 
And that's I I learned a lot about that in therapy because I struggle a lot with anxiety. And my therapist would always tell me like, when you start when you think about something and it starts triggering your anxiety, think about that. Like, what are you thinking about? Like, challenge that thought. Is that a real thing? That, that, that there's a fear, there's a real anxiety, or is it not? And most often, it's not. It's something that I'm making it bigger in my head than what it really is. So let's talk about these statements. One of the fear statements that we hear so often from a lot of people is this: "I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I can't do this." Like, they allow this belief. To stop them from doing something else, so the transition of that fear statement of "I don't have enough," I, I like I'm living in a place of scarcity. That's what you're saying. You can instead say, "How can I be resourceful enough to afford this?" Right? If we mm. if we truly believe God will provide us abundantly, you've got to ask yourself that question instead. Right? You've got to be like, "Okay, how can I be more resourceful?" How like, yeah, to afford this, to to take this next step, because I know this is going to be the good for the both of us. The next statement,、um, you might be asking yourself or telling yourself, like, my partner is going to judge me, or they are going to judge me, whoever they is, and to transition it to a faith statement, you can say instead. I choose to be vulnerable and transparent with this person, knowing that you might get judged, but you're putting yourself out there to be heard and giving someone the opportunity to connect with you. Yes, another one is that we hear is like I don't want to inconvenience him or her. Like let's say there's a desire or something that you want from your partner. But you decide to withhold it because you think it's inconveniencing it,、uh, inconveniencing them. So you hold it to yourself, and you might build resentment, or your needs are never fulfilled. Again, that's a fear statement. Instead of using that, think about like I have a need, and I should communicate this. Like you should tell yourself that, hey, this is something that I desire that's not being fulfilled right now, and I should communicate that because if I don't communicate that, my partner will never know. And lastly, a common one is when we say this is too challenging. There are so many things in life that are challenging. So instead, we can say, "How can I move forward and allow this challenge to build to grow our relationship?" You're seeing it as an opportunity of growth, not a roadblock. Yes, and realizing that life it doesn't happen to you; it happens for you.、Mm. Like if we、mm. really believe every single minute and moment of our life is divinely influenced by God Himself, we always got to think about, hey, this challenge that we're facing. Like this is not here to put me in the place of fear. This is here to really help me.、Mm-hmm. Right? Again, these are like simple transitions that you can do. From transitioning from a place of faith,、uh, a place of fear to a place of faith, right? And of course, to be coming from a place of faith, you have to have that faith foundation. And I know, especially in this whole arena of trusting in Christ, trusting in God, that praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet has been really helpful for me. 
I've noticed that my devotion to it has grown bigger and stronger, and it has allowed me to, like, that has become my knee jerk reaction to when we do make decisions. Yeah, it's powerful because when you look at the Divine Mercy image underneath it, underneath His feet, it says Jesus, I trust in you, and、mm-hmm. that's a that's a mantra I always think about when I start second guessing myself with everything that we're doing in our marriage, like. Is this the right decision to make for my family? All these things, and once I start like getting into this analysis paralysis, I I like stop myself and I'm like Jesus, I trust in you, right? So let's do this. Let's live from a place of faith and not a place of fear, because fear causes analysis paralysis, not faith.、Mm-hmm. And I end with this a, a scripture from Second Corinthians chapter five. Says so, we are always confident, even though we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith and not by sight. There's going to be decisions that you have to make in your relationship that you won't know what the outcome is, but if you know that it's a good thing, I challenge you. We challenge you to make those decisions. Out of faith, not fear. Okay, so if this is something that you totally resonate with, but you struggle with analysis paralysis, you struggle with communicating your needs in your relationship to your partner because you're afraid of being judged or maybe triggering something in them from what you desire. Like if these are things that you're struggling with, long term, it's not going to be good for your relationship. We've been there. We've we've had those relationships where we were withholding from each other, and it just built up and built up and built up, and would always blow up in our faces, in the long term. But if you want to be a master about this, and you want to overcome your analysis paralysis in your life, in your relationship, we challenge you to book a free clarity call with us. Let's meet. Let's connect. Let's understand more about your challenges that you're facing in this area. And really show you the path of how you could find peace in making key and important decisions in your life, in your relationship. So again, book a free clarity call. Our link is in the show notes, and we are so looking forward to connecting with you. We're praying for all of your holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast. So you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly. If you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com/resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next, next time, time, future spouses. spouses.